Documentaries are stories, hopefully important stories. In fact, documentary films are some of the most popular films on places such as Netflix and CBC. In late April here in Toronto, the world of documentary films comes together as part of the Hot Docs Festival. My next guest is showcasing one of these important stories, The Daughter Tree. It is a film that explores the aftermath of a cultural preference for baby boys in the interior of India. The film is seen through the eyes of a midwife who advocates for baby girls and a single man in the village of men where a girl has not been born in over 20 years. Please welcome to the show writer, producer, and director of The Daughter Tree, Rama Rao. Thank you for coming. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. No worries. Um, this, my wife and I watched this film last night. It is very heavy. Um, and I want to ask you first, <clears throat> what drew you to this story? I always say that this is a film that's been in development all my life. Mm. Having been born and brought up in India as a female, as a woman, as a girl, you, everyone you ask who's been born in India, female, will corroborate on this. This is the cloud we grow under. Mm -hmm. And that's mostly okay. It's you know something you shrug off and it's not bad. But in some villages in India, I found that it was getting worse, that science had actually assisted them in having sex determination tests. And then as I did more research, I realized that it, that it was affecting the population. So, you know, Documentaries are done with a lot of research. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that made me want to see was, is it really as bad as we think it is? Because I know China has been going through this. Yeah, they had the single baby yeah. rule or something. Yeah. yeah. And so what they did is they either gave away the girls or just didn't have them. Yeah. Tell me the, the cult. You, 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 were, you grew up in India? Yes. Is that fair? It's whereabouts? In the south, in Chennai. In the south. Tell me about the, like, what is it, tell me about the culture there that enabled this to happen. I think it's cultural, religious, um, economical, everything Okay. To, that, that boys are favored. It's historical, too. As one uh, historian pointed out to me in Punjab, how it's highest in the Punjab is that it's the border. And we used to be invaded by... Right from Genghis Khan's time, you know, Genghis Khan's troops, the Mughals, mm -hmm. everyone has invaded India through the border. So you need soldiers, and soldiers are men. Ah. And so historically, men have been, boys have been preferred in families. That's one. Yeah. Secondly, I really believe that the Hindu religion, uh, because you can only your son can light your funeral pyre. Oh. Only then you go to heaven. So that's religious. Okay. And of course, the dowry, which is economic. You know, so this is really, and people don't talk about it. People, it's just accepted that this is how it is. You have a daughter, you pay dowry. You know, people don't question these things. There was a scene where uh, the nurse, I forget her name now, but the nurse, Neelam. yeah, she comes into this, seems like a square, and there's dozens of men sitting on one side and like a half a dozen women on the other side. And I'm, I'm guessing one of the nurses, um, one of the nurses asks, challenges the men, 
Well, why do we still have this dowry? Why is this cultural practice yeah. still happening? Yeah. Um, tell me why this continues to happen. I think, like I said, because people don't question it. People want... See, the thing is, it's, it's a very, very ingrained social, socio-cultural issue because... The parents of daughters are scared that the girl will be ill-treated, will be abused when she goes into her marital home. It's very common in North India, okay. even in the South, but more so in the villages, not so much in the cities because the girls are more educated and they work. But that's one thing where, so they're scared to even question, why are you asking for a dowry? So that's the first thing. Mm. The second thing is, they want their daughter to be accepted. They want the, her to be happy. So they're happy to give a dowry, thinking a dowry is her ticket to a better yeah. future. And then the whole thing of wealth, the wealth being passed on, you know, it's, it's multi-layered, this whole issue. So it can't be just, you know, the government says things like dowry is bad and they put up little banners and posters. Mm. But that's not going to change. It takes it'll take centuries to change that. Yeah. And that, but the thing is, the reason the film is a little optimistic, really, is that it is changing, very slowly and very much in pockets. It's not all over. Yeah. But I think the more you educate girls, for me, I really firmly believe that education is the only key. The more you educate girls, they will change families. They will change. They will become independent. When and you talk about. Sorry, go ahead, finish up. And that's why the Daughter Tree Village is so important for me in the film, where yeah. this, this little village, it's just sitting there in the middle of nowhere. And for centuries, they've been planting trees. And those girls are economically independent. And suddenly, it's not a big deal that you have a girl. So this village, this, they've been doing this for centuries, Centuries. So this is not something new that... No. Wow. So talk a little bit. Actually, I want to ask you this. You talked about education and uh, educating women. Um, it's it's interesting in, in 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 our family and in our culture. Um, it is said if you had the if you economically cannot support a son and a daughter to go to school and you had to choose one, you always choose the daughter uh, because she's the one that will raise the family. Um, but tell me about the the power of education. Are you are you simply saying educate women on on this this uh, culture and what is actually happening or is it educating women to strive and just to to think that there's more to uh, life and there's more that they can accomplish outside of the village for sure it's about educating women and allowing them to think there's a larger life out there like that's what happened to our main character Neelam right yeah she's the only person in her entire family who's educated she did her midwifery uh, course yeah and with that she's able to look after the nine other people in her family a yeah. B, she's learned to question things yeah. she's learned to help people so yes for sure you educate a girl you educate a family right and that's what I'm hoping will will happen and that's what education will bring and it's not going to just be governments putting up banners saying that no it's got to be uh, yeah it's got to come from within yeah how did you find Neelam find Neelam yeah <laughs> like where like where did you find her and, and yeah I'm just curious no that's a great question yeah. because um, six years ago I, w I started searching for my main character at that time I thought my main character would be a pregnant woman 
Okay. I thought, okay, great, because nine months, nine months, you know, I, I follow her. It forms a natural arc to my film. Ah. The climax of the, oh, is it a girl? Is it a boy? And, you know, that's a great way of seeing the pressure that pregnant women go under. But the more I researched, I went into these villages. Even in the film, you'll see these women in villages are not allowed to speak. None of the mothers in my film speak, except when I said, I want to interview you, and she actually talks, saying that about the little baby when she's bathing her. There's a scene where, um, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, and your mother is talking to Nilam. Mm-hmm. It's right at the beginning. Yes. And she's taking her name, and she asks, what's your husband's yes. name? What's, what's, and, and, and she, she swore, and I go, wow. What's, what's the... Um, Tell, tell me about that culture about giving your husband's name. Uh, and I don't even know whether that woman had a baby girl or a baby boy. Well, what she's referring to is that yeah. when you, men, when you, the minute you say your husband's name, his age decreases, as in he'll die faster. Oh, that, oh it's a, okay, 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 okay. So that's why she at first says, you don't speak, you speak to the man. And then she turns to the woman and say, you speak. Then she, on purpose, she says, what's your husband's name? And then she, the girl tells the name. Uh. And she's like, oh, so you're that bold that you're going to tell your husband's name. So it's just it's just oh. playing on village women's uh, superstitions, you know? Wow. That's what she does. She just, and that's why she's not very liked. At the same time, she's feared, but at the same time, she's respected and loved. She's very bold, isn't she's she? She's very bold. <laughs> yeah. In, the, in that village, I can imagine um, the more traditional men don't appreciate her. No, no. Which is why she was called into the assembly by the elders and and Well, that's what that was. Yeah. Ah. She was questioned, saying, who are you to go do this? Stop it. Yeah. And she fights back. And the thing is, this is why I like older women. Even my previous film had older women in it. Mm -hmm. Because she's reached a time in her life, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, she's not young and scared and not allowed to speak. She's reached an age where she knows what's going on and she will tell the truth and she wants to help other women. And that's why she makes, for me, she made the real perfect character to examine this story through her. Yeah. So that's why she says things that are shocking, but true. What about Neelam's daughter? What what does she think of her, of her mom? Uh, she thinks she fights too much. In, yeah. in that scene too where she's dying, I was like, Mom, why do you want to fight so much? Like, she's a very sweet girl. She's yeah. still young and... Why can't we all get along? And she seems to, she's studying medicine. Yes, or she, she is. is. Yeah. yeah. Midwifery, yeah. Is Nilam excited about retirement? She, I know she talks about that. Well, I think she's scared of being poor, of not earning. Okay. Um, I think is she there continue. a pension there? Is, is, that, yeah. is that such a thing? I'm sure she's saved up a bit. Okay. But I do think she'll get private practice. I think she'll uh, deliver, she'll I mean, work. look after pregnant women and yeah. things. So, yeah. What do the women in her village think of her? They're scared of her. They are? Yeah. In the sense, um, they are scared she will get them into trouble with her, with their men. Yeah. But at the same time, they look to her for confidence and support. Yeah. They, um, they, they keep calling her home and talking to her about their ailments and, oh, I did this and my leg hurts. And she gives them solutions and medicines yeah. and so they, they kind of like I said there's respect there's love there's yeah. fear yeah which is for me as a filmmaker it's very interesting to see a character live in that weird space you know mm-hmm. where she's perfectly okay with who she is near it's it's near the end of the movie where Nilam is, is explaining um, 
how she started her crusade. Um, did you know that beforehand, or how did that come up? She had, so, so I was telling you, right, how I met her. So when I thought I'd have a pregnant woman as my main character, yeah. I'm, I inter interviewed Neelam as part of my research. Okay. Oh, you're a midwife, so what's happening? Tell me, blah, 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 blah. This was six years ago. And then I, I shot a bit with the pregnant woman. It wasn't very good. I came back to Canada, trying to raise more money to, to make a film. Two years passed by. And then I said, you know, maybe it's not the best idea where I find a pregnant woman. It's a, maybe I should go back and, because she really stayed in my mind because she was so bold and strong. I knew, because in a film you need a person who will do things. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why is it a film? It can be a, a press article, right? Sure. So I went back and I searched for her and I asked her to be in my film. Mm. And um, that's when she said, okay. And uh, that's when I realized, okay, so that's how I'm going to make this film. So my whole, that's how in a documentary you sometimes discover as you're yeah. in it. That, oh, I'm not making a film about a pregnant woman anymore. I'm making a film about many pregnant women, but really about this midwife who's fighting. So when I first met her six years ago, she, she mentioned saying that I have conducted some heartbreaking abortions she mm -hmm. said that in passing she didn't make it a big deal she didn't make it a story and she didn't talk more but I did keep it in my notes yeah so what I did is when I'm talking to my characters on camera I never tell them because it becomes fake mm. then they are prepared for your question so I ask her, but I do it very gently I don't want to break her heart like you know I take them by questions to a place where I want them to go okay and I make her feel those emotions when that happens. So I make her relive it. Mm -hmm. And that's how that whole wow. scene happened where she remembered and she was so sad. And But it was kind of self-discovery for her because she herself realized, oh my God, that's why I'm doing all this. Yeah, so rem yeah, she remembers that. The village, is, is it called the village of men? It's It has a Hindi name. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. How did you find that village or are there many of these villages? You know, when I started research, there was only one or two pockets. Like yeah. they were saying, oh, there's not that many men there. This place has a few women. Sorry, uh, not men, women. During the course of my research, during the course of making the film six years later, yeah. I find there are, it's multiplying, multiplying. There are tens and 20, 30, 40 villages wow. with no women. Hmm. Um, this particular village, my researcher, I had a line producer in Bombay who would go out and find families willing to talk because no one was willing to talk to me. I had a previous family and we filmed a bit with them and they suddenly canceled on me. So I lost stories, I lost characters. But she took photos and sent it to me, emailed it to me and said, I said, okay, I think that's a really interesting story. I'm going to come and meet them personally. So I flew from Canada and went and met them. And they said, yeah, we'll, we'll be on camera. Wow. That's fine. So then um, I uh, arranged the, the crew and then we went in and started filming. And, th and that in and, of, in and of itself is a very interesting story. Here you have three brothers uh, and there's no women no. to be found in the village. Um, I've, I've come to understand sort of the reasoning behind getting married and building a family and uh, having a purpose and, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Um, but then there's this, there's this struggle of they understand how the village became like that, um, yet they, they they get looked on as yes. you know you're you're less than a man because yeah. you're not married. 
and as if, if you, it's their fault, right? And if you do get married to someone outside the village, you're you're still less than a man. Yeah, that's a struggle. That's very heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, they were see that that that's the thing in a film like this. Yeah. As a documentary filmmaker, it's very easy to say women good, men bad. Hmm. Sure. But I hate doing that. That's a very silly way of telling a story because that's not the truth, as we know. Mm-hmm. And for me, these men were themselves tragic figures, stuck in a rut for no fault of theirs. And it, that's why this whole thing is societal. It's cultural, mm. and it's not their fault that the village around, you know, decided, hey, men were better, and all the families there boast of four or five sons. Oh yeah, we have five sons. We have six sons. None of these sons are getting married. These people don't realize that what's going to happen is that the lines are going to die away, and you know, it's exact. The irony of it is that your family's going to die. Yeah. I'm curious because it's like decades and decades that there's been no girls born. At a certain point, was it nature? No, God no. So it's always been it's always abort, abortion. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because in nature, it's always one is to one. Yeah. Right. And actually, there are more of males, a little bit more, just because male babies don't survive as much as female babies. Ah. But usually, it it it. Kind of equals out, but when you mess around with nature, we yeah. all know what happens. I was shocked. I think at the beginning, there's a few stats that get shown on the screen. In Punjab, India, there's 750 women to a thousand men, yeah. and that's apparently the largest gap in the world anywhere in the world. Yeah. And when I looked at that, it's okay. It's all right. But it's, a, it's I didn't realize that how one to one is 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 that's natural. the thing when you read it that way you're like yeah it's you know but it's the largest but nature gap. says it should be thousand to thousand correct yeah but thanks to science and the meddling so it's not seven fifty to thousand but you see on the ground the reality and that's why I wanted to go deeper. it's all yeah yeah it's it's crazy how did you find this village. Um, that inspired the name of the of the of the movie, the daughter. Tree. Oh my God, that was such a search because, like I told you, I found my midwife. Yeah. I found the village of men, and then someone told me, someone forwarded me an article, a newspaper article, saying, "Oh my God, we're planting a tree. This may be a solution." And the press in India were, talk, were all about saying, "Oh my God, they're actually planting trees. Like maybe this could be a solution." So someone whom I knew in India forwarded that to me. Asked, this is so great, this is beautiful. And at that time I had no idea what I'm going to do with that information because you just keep collecting information. Mm-hmm. So when I was in India at one of my research trips, I had this crazy idea. I literally just I just had that newspaper article and I said, okay, so that's the name of the village. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go meet them. So I flew, I flew to Bihar. I so it's it's a crazy journey because you fly from uh, Mumbai to Bihar and in Bihar you land at the airport and then you have to go by road for five hours on the worst of roads and it was like 1 a.m. and I reached there were no hotels it was really in the middle of nowhere but I had my crew two or three of us and I was determined and I remember my line producer saying so you just see this article in the newspaper and you decide to come and you think they'll say yes I said well 
at least I want to find out because they know, at least I know, I yeah. want to see them and ask them, hey, can we, do? because I know India, I'm from there, I speak six Indian languages. I know if I come and say, can I tell you a story on camera, people are going to say yes, usually, unless it's illegal and they don't want to be in it. So then next morning we got up, we uh, had a car, we went into the village and we introduced ourselves and we said, and they said, yeah, of course you can tell, tell the story. So that's literally a little green village in the middle of the massive Gangetic Plain. And I found that only because some newspaper had covered the story and I went searching for it uh, and it worked. <laughs> and they're literally using these trees yeah. to fund education Correct. and fund these dowries. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think there'll ever be a cultural change in places like India? where dowries are, are, are no more. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I think, like I said, uh, women, the more we educate women, the more um, the economy gets stable. Uh, it'll take a lot of time, but I think it's coming. I think, yeah. I think equality, gender equality is something that we are seeing in India already, but it should permeate into the villages. That's yeah. why we're not seeing it yet. Interesting. Did you ever think that when you got started in filmmaking, that this would be a story that you wanted to tell or? Well, documentary is a very strange uh, life to lead. Yeah. And it's usually these stories burning inside you that struggle to come out. Like people ask me, why are you making, why are you in, for six years? Like it's something, it's, it doesn't leave me alone. You know, you've got to tell the story or it doesn't leave you alone. It's as simple as that. It's so no if i knew i was i had stories to tell and i didn't know what stories they were but i wouldn't have been that surprised because i've always told these like if you see my body of work uh in 2010 i made a film called the market it's about the women in india selling their kidneys oh to western goodness. tourist uh, uh, medical tourists yeah so i've always made very dark films uh, except for the one uh, I made two years ago which is called League of Exotic Dancers which yeah. uh, opened hot dogs that was about aging burlesque dancers in Vegas so that I was fun I think I remember that one yeah <laughs> was that, that was, was that my, a, probably my lightest was that a break for you yes yeah yeah at the same time see I know it's hard to watch these films but for me making these films I don't um, set out to make a dark film I don't say okay I'm going to make this so depressing that blah 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 it's more of what concerns me, what does the story want to tell, what, what do I want people to feel. And that's why this film is so visually uh, beautiful because it's such a dark side of society that I think at least it should look beautiful. Yeah. You know? But I think, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, I, I haven't uh, investigated all of your movies, but it seems that your movies focus in on women. Yes. And the... Uh, struggle, I don't know if struggles right with the struggles that they go through, whether it's the protagonist or whether it is women in general. Um, why does that why does that appeal to you? Or why 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 are these stories the stories well, that you want to tell? For sure my stories are I always think that I want to tell stories about gender or race. Mm -hmm. And I think women's stories have not been told all these years have not been given the importance that male stories, you know, he become a hero, go conquer the world. No one tells that to women. Yeah. No one 
tells you about these villages that where women are not been given a voice. Like for me, I make films to give voice to these women. I just finished a narrative fiction about a girl who's been trafficked in Northern Ontario. Yeah. So disenfranchised, the people who really, and women, for some reason, women fall into that category. You know? mm. So for me, those are the stories that move me. And I don't set out to say, okay, I'm going to make a story about women, but that's the world I know. Yeah, sure. And so I can give a first-hand account of that. So for me, it has to be emotional and passionate and, and full of things that people will think about later. I know the movie's playing here at Hot Dogs yes. in Toronto uh, this month. I'm curious if you have plans to take it to India or um, even show it in the, <coughs> excuse me in these villages. Yes, I have found a, a British uh, distributor and we are thinking of cutting it into a small a shorter length, say like 15 to 20 minutes and um, they uh, they are talking about distributing cheap tablets to the women, mm. either having clinics because you know I I want this to go there. Yeah, grassroots yeah. I really want to do that and show them these films and uh, somehow bring some sort of conversation yeah. at least about this. Rama, this movie is, uh, I want to congratulate you. Thank you. On this movie. It's, while it is haunting uh, and it, it pulls at your heart, it is a beautiful, a very beautiful film. Thank you so much for making it and thank you so much for, for stopping in. Thank you so much for having me on the show.